in the pocket a show where bipoc black indigenous people of color creatives artists and culturists come together and talk about their inspirations share their narrative and explore culture you are listening to in the pocket with your host Flo Edwards. Our guests today are Rose and Jerry, who are founders of Black Owned Maine, which is a business development service. Please introduce yourselves. Okay, so I'm Rose. Uh, I live uh, in southern Maine, grew up in Lewiston. Um, single mom, I have a four year old son, graduated school last year at USM, um, 30 years old living in Maine for a long time, and uh, that's it. Word. My name is Jerry. Uh, some people call me Genius, Genius Black. I'm I'm uh, older than Rose, but uh, I'm from Dallas, Texas. I grew up in Grand Prairie, Texas. Shout out GP. And uh, I came to Maine to go to Bowdoin College in the year 2000. And, you know, graduated in 2004 and just kind of stayed in Maine. Uh, which still surprises, I don't know, everybody that knows me from where I grew up. Um, I think they're worried about me, but no, 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 no. But um, I, I live in South Portland, but I, I, you know, I've been in Maine for a long time and had a couple different jobs and different things in Maine. And for me, um, I just, I mean, I feel like I, I love Maine. I love Portland, That's honestly, one of my favorite cities in the world. And so I, it's just somewhere where I feel somewhat settled. Um, and for me, I guess what I would say, like to tell a little bit about me, is when I do feel settled somewhere, if I, if I think there's real problems there, I want to start addressing those problems. So, I mean, I think part of why we're sitting here is because of uh, one of the mechanisms that Rose created that I jumped onto early on to combat some of the problems we see, specifically in Maine. But yeah, but I mean, I'm from away, you know, I'm from Texas, but I've just been here a long time. Yeah. And so Black Owned Maine was started by you, Rose. And were you basically there from the gate, Jerry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was like, it was her idea. She's the founder. Like she, she literally, like, I don't know if you call it coding or whatever, but she like made the director. I have no clue how to do that. Let me say that, right? I still don't know how to do that. But the actual kind of uh, digital currency and the media that we had up front, she literally created over a couple of nights. And came up with the concept as soon as she shared it with me I instantly knew that it was brilliant I mean like me and her have been talking and been going back and forth about the protests and everything leading up to it and I think some of that energy like she, she was reacting to some of the overall energy but yeah it was her idea and like early on she just drew me in and like we just poured energy both poured energy into it you know so I call myself like a, a co-creator of like the vibe or the brand but it was all launched off a skeleton of exactly what Rose created so you were telling me, Rose, that you were looking for a marketing job. Congratulations on graduating recently. That's awesome. Shout out. Um, and so you created this job for yourself. Yeah. Black on Maine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I graduated last summer in July, and I was laid off for three months um, at the beginning of COVID from March until July. And... That was sort of a way I think a lot of people had the same same kind of response where it was awesome to be at home, but maybe they 
wanted to switch direction, do something different. And it was like the first time in a lot of people's lives, my life in two, where you literally were just like at home with yourself or your kids with to just really think and really just sit there and be like, oh, I've never had this opportunity where I didn't have to go to work or I didn't have to fulfill this obligation or, you know, show up at this party or do whatever. Um, so I knew that I've been waiting for this moment for a really long time, honestly. And I knew that this was going to be my final, my opportunity to finally create my own thing. You know, I've worked in corporate America for a long time and it, it's, I do it, you know, <laughs> it pays the bills. I, I've made good, I've, I've cultivated good, you know, nice relationships, but I'm very much independent and want to do my own thing. So Black Owned Maine started in a few different for a few different reasons. The big reason was to provide awareness and bring business to the black businesses in Maine. Uh, you know, if you open a, ma a magazine of Maine, you don't see these businesses in this magazine. If you go on Google, these aren't the first search results, right? Um, if you go to a national directory of black owned businesses, Maine is not on the list. Maybe has a couple businesses. If you go to Portland, it's obviously it's Portland, Oregon. <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah, but we're kind of came from all of that. Um, me wanting to, to to kind of put this information out there and make it accessible. Me wanting to create my own my own brand and my own like brand identity as well as um, me wanting to find a place in the marketing world that wasn't under someone else's lead. And I, I'm definitely, Jerry will, Jerry knows, I always have different side hustles, like different side things that I do. And this is really like a culmination of all of those little businesses that I maybe did for a couple months here and there to make some extra money um, for me and my son or, or just myself. Um, so this is, is really uh, all of that put together. And you built the website, and so you are very familiar with coding. No, no, <laughs> no. Um, so the website initially, because this this launched so quickly, so right? Quick. People like like we were saying, people think that this has been going on for years, and we just finally are getting the recognition, you know, that we deserve. And it's like, no, literally, on May 29th, I was like, I want to do this, and on the first of June, the website was live. It was immediate right it was me not sleeping for like two days and just making literal how, how just... do you create it because i know it wasn't really yeah, coding yeah. no no so it was it was literally just links the initial website was just a business you click the business and it goes to like another page on the website and just lists all their information so do you use wordpress yeah i use wordpress okay. uh, wordpress.com um so it was super 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 basic which really like literally anyone could do on WordPress because it's all the the features that just let you make links. It makes me feel you inspired. Just I know you literally I don't know. Just right. Like, write what you want to write, highlight it, yeah. press the link button, and then create um, the text for the link and put the website in. Then it obviously has evolved 
evolved to like an accordion style, where so you click information and it like drops down, kind of like Craigslist. The whole purpose of the premise of the website being that basic was one, I didn't, I don't really know how to build a website in its entirety, and two, so the information would just be available immediately, right? Load quickly. We, yeah, load quickly. Literally to, anybody, you know. anywhere could access to access. We had, we had other. We ran into a few other people who are who are um, building the same sort of directories, um, but we just didn't. We knew that it needed to happen now. It couldn't wait any longer. Um, and now the website we had a really amazing volunteer devote hours and hours and hours to building us this really fabulous website, which is what our current website is. Much more searchable, um, easier to follow. Hopefully, um, but it's still simple enough where the, the information is present you don't have to like really look too deep to find find the businesses that are in the directory very user friendly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and we don't mean basic like you know the basic you know starbucks girl right <laughs> i don't know what that is <laughs> wow oh, <laughs> starbucks girl yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? like, but as we walk out of starbucks <laughs> to ensure if someone in northern if a black person in northern Maine is like oh my god there's no other black people here Ugh. and they start searching on the internet and they're like oh my god I can get to Anna and it's available on my on my my flip phone if that has internet access you know True. not so much anymore but yeah I mean in northern Maine that, that is that's definitely real. the case okay. <laughs> like, yeah. that's like, real. Wi-Fi yeah. well, I don't know what that is <laughs> so, so very well thought out um, and you. came up very fast, but it seems that it was something kind of brewing underneath the surface for a while. Yeah. And you were inspired by recent racial protests with George Floyd in particular. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, um, I, I knew from two different views, I knew for myself that I wanted to create a website that was some sort of directory. If, if I look back in my notes, in my notebook, I have all these different ideas of a website that I want to create, or what different websites that I want to create. And the main thing in all of them was like a, a social services directory of sorts. So, so at one point I was like, maybe I should list all of the housing programs, or I should list all the places people can get food, or this and that. And then, I, then this came to me and I was like, well, this is almost uh, the, all of those ideas put into one because right now, now the website, we're working on it, but we have a, a section for resources. So if someone comes and they want to start a business, they can go to our website and they can find all of the different resources. Not yet, not yet, it's coming, but all the resources in Maine or globally or nationally because a lot of times we found in just discussing with people is that entrepreneurs want to start a business black entrepreneurs or black people of color in general want to start a business or just anyone in general wants to start a business and they don't know what, what to do, do or yeah. where to go so it's like we want our business to not only be a source a resource for 
black and brown and indigenous people to start a business, but we want it to be somewhere that anyone can come to to find those resources, no matter who they are. Because I just don't know that there is everything all in one consolidated place. Um, and if we can, again, if we can, um, you know, we live in America, right? It's a capitalist society. We can, we can do so much to, to break that down. But if we can literally give people money in this capitalist society, that speaks for itself, right? We can, that, can, that can go far. And you've uh, started, or Black Owned Maine has started to do grants or are they loans? Can you tell me more about that? Yeah. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. because, I mean, I really love how you just said that. And like, part of our concept, um, or what we quickly landed on when we were, you know, launching Black on Maine, is, is um, you know, it's the reality. The flow of money is the flow of power, right? Like, it just kind of is, especially in a capitalist society. I mean, even in a social society, whatever, it still yeah. is. It's, people act like it's the not. Around. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Right. So for us, it was that kind of thing where it was like, we can get in a lot of debates with people, you know, we can try to convince a lot of people, we can try to figure out, you know, are these people allies, are they fake allies, are they racist, are they overt, are they covert, we could do all that, and all that work has to happen, right? But you know what we could also do? We could give black and indigenous and people of color money, not for free, per se, like, yo, you got a business, you sell stuff, oh, the stuff you sell is dope, I'm about to tell people about you because they're gonna buy this stuff anyway. Like, by people running their money through our businesses and using our directory actively, we're raising the economy in Maine. You know how scared people were doing COVID about the economy just crashing? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, all, all the visitors in the summer, they can't come. We gotta quarantine, they're not gonna wanna come, right? We're starting a business to get money to flow. So I'm just saying from the get-go, it's about the flow of money and power. And then we can argue later, but that's already happening. How? <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love it. Thank you. But you have done some grants or loans. Um, can you tell me more about that? Yeah, so we started um, the BOM, BOM grants, so Black Owned Maine grants. They're um, two different grant programs specifically for people that identify with African diaspora, so anyone who can trace their origins back to Africa and whatever way you know um we have the business grant and we have the family grant so the business grant is um right now it's an 800 grant it's all funding dependent so things may change you know as months go on but right now it's an 800 grant it also includes um this month's grant includes two weeks of advertising on our website and or social media platforms so we can provide that for free um to the winning business and then it also i think those are the two things that it covers this month is um about the pivoting yeah this month is focusing on each month we'll have like a different a different theme this month focuses on pivoting, rebranding, and innovate, innovation. So if you are a Black-owned business and you just are trying to look at different directions, where to go, um, how you can kind of shift your business somewhere else. So say you are a brick and mortar store 
now you need some fun you know you know you got to get online right that's how you're going to make your money online so you want to look at potentially putting your business online or, or vice versa uh or you want to you're you, you have a high price point normally and you want to create um, lower price point items we want to hear your stories we want to know what you're doing nothing only gives us ideas and it gives us inspiration and we, and we know what's actually going on in our community but it allows you to just at least type out a few paragraphs of you know your specific ideas not, not specific sorry of just your general but you know we want to make sure you have some sort of idea of, of the direction you're headed um so that that's the business grant the family grant is um you offer two family grants a month up to $300 per family to pay. Um, right now it's to pay rent or other like basic utilities. So whether that be internet, electric, water bill, um, etc., gas bill, whatever. Um, maybe this will air before those grants are due, the applications are due on the 5th. We have not had a single family apply this month. Last month we had 14 or 15 families apply this month we've had zero we don't know we're and we're also looking at this as a a pivoting moment you know a moment yeah, yeah. of changing direction because there's probably a reason why no one has applied um so we just want people to know please go to our website click uh the bom grants the business grant will show up first there's a whole section that explains that the family grant will be second on that page if you have any questions, let us know. But we want—we don't want this. <laughs> well, well, it would be nice to keep that money for future grants. We we know there's someone out there yes. who needs it and just doesn't know that it's available. The only—it's very low barrier. We just ask that you maybe it's—we ask just for name, contact information, address, so we know where to send the money to. Um, we pay it directly to like your landlord or to your. Um, uh, provider, bill provider, or utility provider, um, and we just want kind of like a general idea of how your situation has changed due to COVID. Um, so say you were laid off or you're facing immigration issues, etc. We just want a general idea of how your situation has specifically changed due to COVID or kind of been going on before COVID and now is like exacerbated because of, of what's going on. Absolutely. Um, so please go <laughs> apply. Yeah. Look at it. If, if you don't need to apply, if you don't need the money, share it. We just, we got to get the word. We're trying to get the word out in every way possible. That's the one thing I wanted to echo or one of the things I want to echo, which is like, if you, you should like, I would encourage people to be checked. First of all, we got a lot popping. Like we got more stuff coming. I swear as we've already hinted at. But my, my encouragement is just come to our website, use it directly, but check out the grants, check out the resources, just familiarize yourself. You know what I mean? Like, because you might have a friend or like a family friend or somebody you know from work who by getting them the word that this even exists, it's like a, a, a something that really they, their family might need. You know what I mean? Uh, keep in mind also that we keep all this confidential. Like if someone is cool with like the story being shared, we're pretty good at sharing stories, but like we don't have to share none of this. You know what I mean? Like it's not about that. It's about really helping. And so one of the things I would add to that is that, you know, as we're like considering the family grant, like, do we need to rebrand a little bit, maybe change, like, is this really useful to people? Like we're constantly doing that work ourselves to make sure that we're offering, what we're offering is relevant. Sounds great. 
I noticed that you seek volunteers and there's um, quite a list of things that you would ask of your volunteers. Um, when people apply, are there things for them to check off? Like, yes, I'm interested in just working on audio or I'm interested in data entry. Yeah, the, um, the application and, and I'll say that we are still amongst ourselves trying to figure out how to even organize everyone who has applied because we feel there's probably a space for everyone. But it's a whole team, a whole but gang of people. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's this, a lot. We, we have, invented this and now it's like, hmm. It's not like it, football where everyone already knows the rules. We, we want to be sure that whoever is volunteering for us, um, we vet them to a certain extent. For right now, um, you can go there, you can click that link, volunteer. Um, the Google form will just ask your name, email, um, and ask to see what you have done for the black for the black community or um, Black Lives Matter in general. We just want to know, even if you've done nothing, and this is like you're finally like, okay, I'm ready. I know I need to do something. That's okay. We're That's cool okay. That. We yep. just want just be honest. Tell us what whether you donated or you you um, you you run committees or, or whatever, right? Okay, just, whatever. 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 Just let us know a general idea. And then it asks you kind of what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, so we have an idea of how to approach you and what works best for you. And then it also asks um, areas that you feel you could contribute to Black-owned Maine, whether it's your area of expertise or something that you're learning or, or this and that. We want this to be um, a community-driven thing. We realize literally from like, immediately, because this when we launched Black-owned Maine, it took off like within hours. Like literally, literally people were Googling hours. Maine Black-owned businesses. They weren't getting anything. All of a sudden they were like, oh my God. Where is this? Has this just been around and Google now thinks it's important? You know, if you look at the algorithm of Google, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, people really have been wanting to get involved. And and we hope that we can provide a way for people to do that by volunteering. If, say, like if someone can't donate or they want to donate, it's just, we're trying to give people multiple ways that they can contribute to the movement. Um, can I amplify one of the things you're talking about? Yeah. Just because I, I know after this, we'll be like, oh, I should have said that. So, <laughs> also important, like, so how we have these different kind of categories and where you can put in information and all that information is actually important. I'm not saying you got to write a book or eight paragraphs, but like, tell us something, right? As a volunteer. One of the points that I really have to make is that, like, I'll just give you an example. A person will be like, hey, I did this. I protested and they put a couple things over like, sweet. All right, you, 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 you like to get active. We respect that or, or you've already been active like some people haven't been active yet they're ready to get active I'm, i like all that but then when it comes to like what are you good at or what can you offer they'll be like yo like i got 10 years of marketing experience hit me up if you need me that might sound like something good to write i have no clue with that like what type of marketing were you creative are you a copywriter are you like do you do graphic design? Uh, was it was, was were you at a firm? Are you your own firm? Right? Again, I'm not saying you gotta give us your whole story, but believe it or not, when we're going through applications, let's just say there's 50 applications, we don't even need 50 more volunteers at the moment. Which ones do we need? The ones who can communicate to us how they can be useful. You know, I know it's hard, like when you like you don't know me, I don't know you, what do I write? Like I I've been in that position before. But what I'm saying is that 
like when you open your drawer, you try to figure out which tool you need. You might not know all the tools, but you're like, well, that's not like a fork, and this has this, that's more like a spoon. Like, even visually, you can figure out, like, oh, this is the one I grabbed. If all you say is the profession you have, I don't know which spoon, fork, knife, but I just don't know how to use it. So, some specifics, maybe even about like what you, how you like to be used. But like you said too, we came up with that a while ago. Like, you don't just have to say like, "Hey, I'm a scientist and I did and I design such and such" or whatever. You can say, "I do that," but like, my passion is like oil painting, and I'm really good at that. Um, so we talked about grants. We talked about getting volunteers. Um, what other projects are you working on underneath the um, black-owned main umbrella? Um, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. We should probably talk about the yeah. podcast. So, yeah, so the podcast, um, conveniently named Black Owned Main Podcast. Unfortunately, Black Owned Podcast was taken. Maybe it's creative, or maybe it just goes right with our branding of being simple and accessible. So that's kind of why we named it that. Um, you can find it on every majority of, or not, well, not every, but almost every... Uh, podcast platform, Apple, Google, um, etc. Yeah, 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 Spotify. The podcast right now we have two episodes um, as a audio podcast with Mozart Nunez and um, Jerry, and I'll let Jerry talk about that. Right now we are scheduling um, guests to come onto the podcast. We have a few different options about how they can actually be a guest on the podcast um, and a few different ways that the podcast is um, shown to the world, right? So we have the audio version which can be either done in person definitely can be done socially distanced our, and our, yeah, our mics are you know, we can we can spread can out, spread out pretty far, very easily. Um, so, yeah, and like like it's one. pretty much like gonna. Hopefully, the cadence is about once a month, maybe sooner, maybe more. Just yeah. we also work full time, so and we're both single parents, so we're trying to like, you know, <laughs> how do we juggle all of these things um, in a way that makes sense? So yeah, the audio version. We also just bought a bunch of equipment to do a video version. Uh, visual visual podcast um, so we're gonna have that on YouTube and you'll be able to really like see and and um, witness you know how that is created um, and yeah just be on the lookout so um, black on main podcast is for me it's all about engagement and like honesty and um, activism I mean, really, right? We're black on Maine, and so we're definitely interviewing black and people of color that are that are entrepreneurs that just have jobs and just you know, cause yeah, you know. But then we're also talking about issues of race and class, and we're talking about movement energy. Like we, like in our first podcast, we talk a lot about how like the youth lead this movement. This this time around, um, because Black Lives Matter, for instance, is a moniker and a tag, but Black Lives Matter is literally the most recent uh, manifestation of a fight against injustice that's been going on for hundreds of years. Like, so it also blows my mind how people like really stand up and like rail against BLM, Black Lives Matter is really this, and they're really anarchists and they're this. And I'm just like, bro, whatever. Like people have always told black people, people of color when they stand up against the system, the 
and something's really wrong with that. It's always been that way in America, right? So it's just a, like, there's nothing new about it, actually. And so for us, we're very okay, like, jumping right into the heat of that, talking about it, letting people know that it's okay to invest in black businesses and to focus on black businesses and know that it's not racist. Uh, let's talk about what racism is, actually, right? Things like that. So there's a lot of, like, knowledge shared, a lot of, like, depth. I think some people might jump into it and then be like, whoa, like, I've learned a whole, whole lot that I didn't. I mean, I've gotten the feedback. People were like, yo, that was really engaging and like i just like even people that are allies and that are woke are like well i just hadn't thought about a lot of that before so you will get a lot of like real nuggets um we're picking really thoughtful yeah i'm yeah we're picking i can say it yeah we're, we're picking really thoughtful intelligent people vibrant people we're including aspects of creativity how can people reach black owned main right? yeah, yeah, yeah black owned main yeah um go to our website simple black Email us, blackonmain at gmail. You can go on all social media. Well, the top three in uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at blackonmain. You know, because I'm also an artist and a creator, and my name, my moniker as an artist is Genius Black. And so you can also follow me on Instagram at Real Genius Black. Shout out real quick um, because of my introduction up front, I didn't say it, but I'm also a father of two. Thank you for listening to In the Pocket with your host, Flo Edwards, and our guests today, Rose and Jerry, founders of Black Owned Maine. And you are listening to WMPG 90.9 Southern Maine Community Radio.